0: SECTION 4 OF A MINOR WAR HISTORY This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A MINOR WAR HISTORY BY MARTIN ALONZO HAYNES LETTERS 13, 14, 15 13. Camp Sullivan, Washington, July 2, 1861 Saturday was quite an eventful day with me. I went over to the city on a sight-seeing trip with Henry Morse, one of my tent-mates, killed three weeks later at Bull Run. Went first to the Capitol and viewed the paintings in statuary, thence to the Smithsonian Institute, and spent several hours in its wonderful museum, where I could have interested myself for days, from there to the Washington Monument. Among the stone blocks there contributed from various sources and to be built into the walls, was one inscribed from the home of Stark, from the ladies of Manchester, New Hampshire. We wound up our sightseeing in the parks around the President's house, and when we got back to camp I was tired enough to pile onto my blankets and go to sleep. Not much sleep, though. I had hardly lost myself when somebody shook me and said that the captain wanted me up at his tent. I went up in no very amiable mood, found Commissary Goodrich there, who said he wanted me to be his clerk, I chewed the matter over and decided I'd take the assignment. It relieves me from guard duty and drill, and gives me very nice quarters with the commissary. I jumped into my work the next day, Sunday, issued three days' rations to the regiment, and had a pretty busy time keeping track of the provisions. Monday and Tuesday I had my hands full straightening up accounts and opening up a set of books, and not until today have I had any chance to write letters and attend to private affairs. Last night we had a rain, and such a rain. The board floor in my tent kept me high and dry above the flood, but the fellows down in camp came pretty near being carried out to sea. I'm not starving now. I don't think anybody does in the commissary department. Yesterday I had all the cherries I could eat, and some today. When I have a little leisure, I think I'll go blackberrying. 14. Camp Sullivan, Washington, July 7, 1861 yesterday i received orders to deliver four days rations of beef bread and coffee and the cooks were ordered to cook the meat ready for a march we are now expecting marching orders at any moment i have an idea that they will come about night so as to avoid marching in the heat of the day i am going you bet captain goodrich told me this camp is not to be broken up at present the commissary stores are to be left here the tents to remain standing, with the surplus baggage all under guard of the cripples and invalids. When it came to details, I found the plan was for the captain to go with the expedition, while I remained behind to look after things in camp. That didn't suit me, so I asked him to hunt up another clerk, and notify the captain that I wanted my gun again and to go with the company. Where we are going we do not know, but inasmuch as twelve regiments are going with us, and we are to take no knapsacks but four days rations and a large supply of ammunition it is fair to presume we will be looking for trouble i hope we are going down to manassas to drive the secessionists out of that stronghold very likely some of the boys have not many days to live but they are jolly eager to be off and will give a good account of themselves i went to a ride into the country yesterday to find a boarding place for captain goodrich's wife 15. Camp Sullivan, Washington D.C., Sunday, July 14, 1861. We are still here in Camp Sullivan. Our marching orders, having been countermanded at the last moment, but are sure to be off before many days. We have been expecting to march today, but probably will not. A day or two there was a dreadful accident in our brigade. The Rhode Island battery were drilling upon the parade ground in front of our camp when the ammunition in one of the limbers exploded. And the three men seated on the box were hurled high into the air, two being killed instantly literally, blown all to pieces. I was on the spot almost instantly, and with the single exception of the Pemberton Mills horror, which I viewed as a newspaper reporter, it was the most sickening sight I ever saw. We certainly do have gay times here in camp. The days are frightfully hot, but the evenings are cool and nice and somehow or other the camp scenes then remind me, and I can't tell just how, of an old-fashioned country fair. I suppose it's the canvas, the lighted tents like open booths, the men swarming hither and thither, the bustle and frolic and singing, and we have some very fine singers in our company. P.S. Monday morning. We have received orders to march tomorrow at two o'clock, with three days' rations and without camp equipage. The orders are imperative, and we are sure of going. We shall probably see some of the business we came for before long. I will write at the first opportunity and let you know what happens. End of section 4